Five Scientific Steps to Ace Your Next Exam Written by Scott Young, March 2019 I'd like to outline a simple strategy you can use to ace any exam you might have coming up. Although the specific strategy is my own, the approach is based on cognitive science. In particular, I'm going to look at five key ideas from cognitive science that are easy to miss but extremely important if you want to study effectively. The strategy to ace exams. One, when to study and how much. The first question to answer is when you should study and how much you should study. The obvious answer to this question is that you'll do better the more you study. If you spend 100 hours preparing, you'll do a lot better than if you spend 10. And you'll do even better than if you do nothing. This much is pretty clear. What's less clear is exactly how you should allocate your limited studying time. This brings us to our first cognitive science principle, spacing. The robust literature on the spacing effect clearly shows that studying time is more efficient if it is spread out over multiple sessions than if it is compressed into one session. More exposures to information separated in time will result in better attention than if you cram them together in one burst. Therefore, your studying schedule should take whatever time you have available and try to be as evenly spread as possible throughout your semester. It's natural to study a little bit more right before the exam, but you should do this much less than is typical. The next question is how much to study each piece of information. Jakub Ulick and I recommend that you aim covering each piece of information, so via questions or problems or flashcards, at least five times evenly spaced from the time you first encounter them until your eventual testing date. This approach is nearly optimal for attaining information with the least amount of effort. So here's the advice. Keep your studying schedule evenly spaced out, with only a slight bump right before the test, if at all. Try to practice each piece of information five times from when you first learn it until your exam. Two, what to study and how to do it. Once you've figured out your schedule, it's now time to look at what you're actually doing when you study. This is a place where there is a vast gulf between what most students think is effective and what actually works best. Consider one experiment by psychologists Jeffrey Karpicki and Janelle Blunt. In it, they had students in four groups, single review, repeatedly reviewing the information, free recall of the information, meaning you try to remember as much as you can without looking it up, and creating a concept map, also known as a mind map. So which do you think did best? Well, before I answer that, let me tell you what the subjects themselves thought. Those who did a concept map and repeated review thought they would do best, with those who did free recall expecting the worst result. But what really happened? The exact opposite. Free recall did much better than the other groups even though the students themselves expected to score the lowest grades. This result is just one of many from a broad literature concerning the testing effect. This effect says that testing oneself so that you must retrieve the important information from memory works better than rereading notes or creating diagrams, for instance, while referencing your textbook. Here's the advice. After your first time learning the material, the majority of subsequent studying should be in the form of retrieval practice. That means trying to reproduce the information, solve the problem, or explain an idea 
without looking at the source material. Three, what kinds of practice to do. There's a strict hierarchy of what kinds of study materials will be most useful to you in preparing for your eventual exam. First, the most valuable are mock tests and exams, which are intended to be identical in style and form to the test you're actually going to take. Two, next are problems given in homework assignments, textbook questions, or quizzes that are given for your class specifically. Finally, we have self-generated questions or writing prompts based on the material. Problem sets from other classes often differ a lot in the scope and expectations, so I don't recommend using them if your goal is to study for a particular exam. The reason for this hierarchy of practice is known as transfer appropriate processing. This basically means that the more that your practice resembles the exam, the more your practice efforts will transfer into actual results. If you don't have access to high quality problem sets, as is often the case in non-technical classes, a good solution is to do a writing prompt. Pick a concept, theme, or big idea, and then try to explain it succinctly and accurately without opening the book. Then reread the sections from the book to see if you got it right. Here's the advice. Always prioritize higher quality problem sets. Mock exams are best, followed by in-class problems, and then writing prompts from big ideas or concepts discussed. Four, make sure you really understand. Most academic classes are conceptual. This means that passing or failing inevitably rests on whether you understood some important ideas. Memorization matters, but it's more often a means to understanding than an end in itself. This means that deeply understanding the core concepts behind any exam you study for should be a top priority. Practice problems already help with this, since to solve a problem, you usually need to understand it. However, shallow understandings masquerading as deep ones is very common. Psychologists even have a name for this, the illusion of explanatory depth. The reason is that while it's easy to self-check factual knowledge, you either know it or you don't, understanding proceeds in degrees. So it's easy to convince yourself you know something deeply that you actually don't. As a result, I recommend the Feynman technique as a tool for deepening your understanding of core concepts covered in the class. You'll know something best when you can teach it. Here's the advice. Identify core concepts and make sure you can explain them without looking at the material. If you don't really get something, go back and forth between the explanation in the textbook and your own understanding until you do. Number five. Beat anxiety by simulating the exam first. Big exams come with big anxiety. And anxiety is a one-two punch for your studying ability. It's both harder to concentrate and the stress makes it harder to remember things even if you could. The solution is to make at least some of your studying sessions a full-blown simulation of the exam. If you have a few mock exams, I would save these for doing a full simulation of the test the same seating posture, materials, and most importantly, the same time constraints. There's three benefits to doing full simulations. First, you increase your temporary anxiety while studying, which makes it easier to recall the information due to state-dependent memory effects. Second, by exposing yourself to the exam situation, you'll be less anxious when the test eventually comes. And third, and finally, you'll actually know what your performance is likely to be on the test. Here's the advice. 
simulate your exam by doing mock exams, or if you lack those, with other problems or problem sets, under the same time constraints and conditions of the actual exam. Learning better beyond just exams. This advice is drawn from my popular course, Rapid Learner. This course goes beyond just learning to pass exams, but how to master skills and knowledge for your whole life. Stay tuned and I'll be providing more lessons drawn from Rapid Learner. Thanks for listening to this episode. More episodes like this can be found by searching for Scott H. Young Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Overcast, and most other podcasting apps available on your smartphone. If you've enjoyed this episode, please consider rating my show as it helps other people find out about it. More of my work can be found on my website, scotthyoung.com. Thank you.